Welcome to Standard Chartered India Money Insights, a podcast series that brings you topical insights and local perspectives on India's markets from the experts. Hello and welcome to our 2024 India Market Outlook podcast mini series which outlines our key investment views and how investors should be positioned going into 2024. My name is Ravi Singh. I'm the Chief Investment Strategist at Standard Chartered Bank India. and I'll be your host for this podcast. 2023 was a good year for Indian assets with strong performance witnessed across asset classes. Bonds and cash delivered returns in line with expectations despite tighter financial conditions through the year. While safe haven asset gold rallied 15%. The Nifty index delivered a strong 20% return while broader markets did even better. The Nifty Midcap index was up over 46% while the Nifty Small Cap index was up over 55% in 2023 now this strong performance does raise some investor concerns as the nifty index has now recorded positive returns in in the past 8 consecutive calendar years something not recorded in previously to help us understand the market scenario better i have with me mr vinay joseph who heads the investment products and strategy at standard chartered bank india we've got a quite a lot to cover so let's get started hi vinay thank you for joining us today We should start with the macroeconomic outlook. India has weathered the rapid pace of monetary policy tightening quite well, as visible in headline growth data and high-frequency indicators. Do you see this continuing in 2024? Thanks, Ravi, for having me on the podcast. Well, yes, India's macro fundamentals have remained resilient throughout 2023. GDP growth has stayed above trend and ahead of its major peers, while inflationary pressures had stayed anchored around RBI's inflation target range. of 2 to 6%. This can be attributed to India's large domestic base as well as inward focus which has cushioned us from the impact of external shocks. Further, government's focus on capital expenditure coupled with incentives to manufacturing and infrastructure sector has also induced a gradual pickup in private investments. These are very strong tailwinds for the corporate cycle sector which remains on track to be the best in a decade. So our base case scenario in 2024 is that this macro scenario will continue and that's why we are sailing with optimism on growth. In our view, domestic growth in the first half of 2024 is likely to get a boost from acceleration in consumption demand through pre-election related spending. Investment growth however could pick up in the second half of 2024 with an acceleration in private spending as the new government's policies priorities become apparent. In addition, India is relatively less exposed to global macro risk emanating from slower global growth, still elevated interest rates and greater geopolitical uncertainty given its large domestic growth base and improving external position. Now when we move to inflation, the outlook has improved drastically compared to the past year. Though a surge in oil prices and weather related uncertainty can still create inflation risk, the ensuing this inflationary momentum in core inflation and the government's readiness to intervene on the supply side especially for food and energy could curtail volatile prices in that segment so overall in our assessment the rbi is likely to maintain this long pause in h1 2024 on policy rates given the above dynamics and as inflationary pressures build over the first half in 2024 we expect rbi to cut rates in the later half Nevertheless, the rate easing cycle is likely to be a shallow one as strong domestic demand 
and resilient growth impulses creates a floor on core inflation. However, this view could be tested if domestic growth slows or major central banks resort to further tightening should inflationary pressures resurface. Well, Vinny, that's uh, quite favorable growth dynamics that we are talking of. But how does it influence our asset class views for 2024? Just to remind our listeners, we had been neutral on most major asset classes throughout 2023. Thanks, Ravi. And that's a very pertinent question, given what you had also mentioned that equity markets have seen a real strong rally, especially in the later half of 2023. And we have had eight consecutive years of strong positive returns for the Nifty Index. But given the background of strong domestic fundamentals and weakening growth outlook, we believe in 2024, investors should not only look at balancing this evolution of above macro scenario, but also find where you could get attractive risk reward opportunities. And for that, we think in our foundation allocations that equity still remains the place. And that's why we raise equities to an overweight, where we expect the positive momentum of quarter four to extend at least in the first half of 2024. Now, there are quite a few factors which will drive this. First, the superior profit cycles. Indians' earnings remains resilient post a decade-long down cycle from 2011 to 2020, when we grew Nifty profits by just 4%. As per Bloomberg consensus estimates, Nifty index EPS is expected to grow close to 15% in the coming two fiscal years. Overall, this means that EPS growth would be close to 18% from 2020 fiscal year to 2025 fiscal year, which makes it the best five-year cycle since we had in the 2004-2008 period. The second factor is that valuations are actually more reasonable. India's market capitalization has crossed $4 trillion in 2023, and domestic equity indices scaled new all-time high. So despite these very strong price grains, the 12-month forward P ratio is at 19.8, much lower than the peak of 23x. The basic reason for this is because earnings has delivered. So in our view, Indian equities valuation premium to peers is justified given the superior earnings delivery as well as GDP growth momentum. The third factor is more on positioning. Now, despite strong foreign investor flows, YTD we have seen in 2023 close to around $18 billion, foreign ownership of BSE 200 index market is still at decadal lows of only 18%. So there is scope where for improvement. Add to that, the domestic flows have been very resilient as we see greater adoption of financial assets and robust systematic investment inflows into mutual funds. The last factor is the pre-election optimism. A historical analysis suggests that equity market performance usually gets a boost six months into the election, the period in which we are right now. Now, given this, how do you position within equities? We are key overweight is large cap equities given better margin of safety in terms of earnings and valuations, as well as much stronger balance sheets to cushion from any shocks which emanate from the global scenario. Well, Vinay, uh, all this does sound quite rosy. As has been the trend in the past few years, something unforeseen shocks the market. What could be the potential risks to watch out for this year? You are absolutely correct in that a rosy scenario should not may ensure should not make you not cognizant of the risks which are there and it's important to be nimble. The two risks which we are very pertinent to is one is the external shocks which could come to domestic growth if there is a harder landing than the soft landing scenario which is the base case right now for developed economies. 
This could not only impact grow, uh, economic growth but also impact corporate earnings delivery, which has been the major driver of equity performance, especially in India. The second risk is geopolitical. Now, we do have geopolitical risks arising from different wars, but the bigger risk this year is that most of the major economies, including India and US, are going into elections at some point in 2024. On a lighter note, uh, now let's let's uh, look at some less risky assets. What are the opportunities for bond investors this year, given that domestic bond deals haven't changed much over the past 12 months, despite RBI being on a pause for most part in 2023? Well, bonds, our headline view remains that bonds will outperform cash in 2024. Now, in absolute terms, bond investors were actually reasonably compensated for staying invested in 2023 because the yields at the start of 2023 have translated to recent returns, about close to 7% on your bond portfolio. We expect bonds to outperform cash and we have downgraded cash to underweight. Now, there are three reasons why we think this view is supported. First, the carry is still remains very attractive as bond yields continue to trade above their long-term averages. Second, there is an increased likelihood of policy easing by the RBI and other global central banks, especially in the second half of 2024. And last, which is a very strong fundamental factor, is there is an improving demand outlook for India onshore bonds, following its inclusion in the Global Bond Index, which would start also from June 2024. Now, within bonds, our highest conviction sorry, is on medium and long maturity bonds, where we find the risk reward quite attractive. Our base case scenario is likely to result in enough downside on bond deals, which basically means price gains, for it to beat cash yields. Further, we also see bonds as an attractive hedge against the scenario if domestic growth slows because of a hard landing in developed economies, in which case the fall or a fall in yield or the rise in prices is likely to be more than compensated. Also, what we like in the bond space is the high quality AAA corporate bonds over government bonds. The absolute yield on these high quality bonds remains very close to their recent peaks, which indicates that just a modest gains would be enough to beat cash and government bonds. Further, given the corporate cycle, we expect corporate bond spreads to narrow as there will be a steady demand for high quality bonds as we go ahead. Well, uh, that's all the time that we have for today. Thanks very much, Vinay, for taking the time to outline our key investment views as we head into 2024. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today. Just as a reminder, you can find a copy of Annual Outlook 2024 Sailing with the Wind at the link in the description below and alternatively in the SC Invest section of our online banking portal. You could also reach out to your relationship manager for a copy of our market outlook. On that note, let me end the podcast here and wish you a very happy 2024. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered India Money Insights. Stay tuned for the latest updates and market trends by subscribing to our podcast. For more information, reach out to your Standard Chartered Relationship Manager or visit www.se.com.